0: Now back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Gosselin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. On
1: Yahoo Sports Radio.
2: I want
3: winners. Well the Talk of Fame Network's brought to you by Geico. That's Geico where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to Geico.com. Just heard about winners. Our next guest is one of them. He's one of the most productive and popular players on the undefeated Cincinnati Bengals. I'm talking, of course, about Tyler Eifert, who leads the league in touchdown catches with nine, which halfway through the season ties him with Bob Trumpy and Rodney Holman for the Bengals franchise record. Tyler's a former first-round draft pick who was so good at Notre Dame, he was a John Mackey Award winner and who today is an integral and indispensable part of one of the league's three undefeated teams. Tyler, thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. Hey, Tyler, first question. How do you explain what's going on in Cincinnati? I mean, you weren't supposed to come back on the Ravens, but you did. You weren't expected to overcome Seattle, but you did. And you certainly weren't expected to come back on Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, but you did. There are signature victories all over the place. So what's going on with the Bengals?
1: I think it's a combination of things, but uh, I think it starts with just some of the leaders in the locker room that you know have been here for a couple years now, and you know, us who were younger guys have, have looked up to them. And, you know, we've, we've grown pretty close as a team and we have confidence in each other. And we never, never in, in those games that we were losing, and like you said, maybe shouldn't have come back, but we never we never doubted that we were going to come back. We, were, we kept that confidence and kept playing hard.
0: Tyler, is this the most complete team, college or pro, you've been on?
1: Yeah, I think, um, I mean, talent-wise, we have some of the best athletes, in the, in the league and some of the best players. And I think for a long time it's been, or at least for a couple of years, it's been that way. And it's, it's always been talking about how, how good of players we have, but, you know, nothing has ever ever happened. And still we haven't really done anything yet. But, you know, it's good to see the guys playing together and, and playing up to our potential.
2: On this show we spend a lot of time talking about history. We're all Hall of Fame voters. Uh, two of these guys are older than dinosaurs, and then there's me, of course. Uh, And I'm just wondering, you know, you played tight end and defensive back in high school. And uh, did you grow up wanting to be a tight end number one? And was there a tight end that you emulated, a guy that you either watched play or watched film of?
1: Yeah, I mean, in high school, I I played receiver and defensive back, like you said. And then going into college, I wasn't really sure what position I was going to play. I mean, there were six tight ends on the depth chart, and I weighed 215 pounds. So I wasn't really wasn't sure, you know, what was going to happen. And you know, kept working hard. I put some weight on and uh, ended up being the tight end. But growing up, being from Fort Wayne, not too far from Indianapolis, I watched quite a bit of Dallas Clark, and yeah, I watched him a lot and tried to tried to emulate him.
3: What about his game? Did you like most, Tyler?
1: Well, I, I think it was pretty cool how he never wore gloves. That was pretty awesome. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I could. Uh, I think it's so much harder to catch football without wearing gloves. But how he take the fingers up—that was always a signature thing. But Wasn't the biggest guy, but always seemed to make big plays and always played hard, so that was probably the main thing.
3: Where was Cincinnati's Tyler Eifert on the Talk of Fame Network? And Tyler, uh, earlier we had Kellen Winslow on this program. And Bill Belichick once said, the top dollar pass-catching tight ends of today are all descendants of Kellen Winslow. Uh, Question for you. Have you heard of Kellen Winslow? Do you know of him? And if you don't, whom do you consider the platinum bar against which other tight ends are measured?
1: Uh yeah, I do know who I do know who he is. I don't really I haven't really watched him a whole lot, so I couldn't really comment on his game.
3: Caught a lot of passes. I'd
1: say, <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I I think you'd have to go with, with Gronk, just his um, purely based off looking at his production over the past three or four years has been uh, one of the best in the league, so probably go with him.
0: Tyler, tight ends were once known as blockers first, receivers second. Today, of course, it's the other way around. How much blocking do you do in the Bengals offense, and do you see yourself more as a wide receiver than a tight end?
1: Uh, I do quite a bit of blocking. I don't. We do, I, I've played almost 100 percent of the snaps this year, and you know, it's not like I'm being subbed out to bring in a blocking tight end or things like that. So you know, that's that's part of my job description and something I take pride in. It's not always been the easiest thing for me. But always something I've had to work a little extra at and try to get better. And you know, I'm not saying I'm I'm a dominant blocker, but always willing to, to put my face in there and do whatever it is to help us win.
2: Do you like it, or or do you just sort of accept it as uh, as this is something that you have to that's part of the job?
1: Yeah, I'd say. I mean, when you have a key block and it springs someone for a long run and a big touchdown, you know, the only thing that's better than that is individually is probably catching a touchdown. You know, it does feel good to block well, but I wouldn't say—I mean, I wouldn't say it's the funnest thing in the world to do. No, but um, it's—you know—it's something that helps the team win, and I'm happy to do it to help us win.
2: I cover the Patriots, so obviously I have seen every snap Gronk took, and it's amazing to me sometimes how many often the teams don't seem to double-team him in big situations, uh, and he sort of just appears to be running down the seam or Have you noticed a difference uh, in coverages that you've gotten this season as it has progressed? Um, And if not, uh, have you been surprised?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'd say the biggest adjustment that I I probably see is just teams trying to get their hands on me early, put someone right over me when I'm in line, and really try to latch on never really let you get going. Uh, That's probably been the biggest thing that I've seen.
2: How much of an adjustment for your game was that? How difficult was it to get used to that? and finding ways to free yourself up.
1: Are you talking about this year? Yeah. Or just, yeah, I mean, it's things where you go back and you look at the film, and I think the biggest thing is recognizing what they're trying to do uh, before they do it, and have a plan of how to get off the line and um, get get the defender started one way and, and then go another. But um, I think just recognition of what they're doing before the ball is snapped is, uh, is a big big
3: key with that. We're with Cincinnati's Tyler Eifert on the Talk of Fame Network. And, Tyler, we have players tell us on the show all the time that they study standouts at their position, either to get help or to get helpful tips. Do you, and if you do, who are those players?
1: Yeah, Coach, uh, Coach Hayes, he watch cut-ups uh, quite a bit of guys like Tony Gonzalez, um, Jason Witten, uh, guys like that who, uh, you know, early in their career, Maybe they beat someone with speed, but just their precision in their routes and understanding defenses and how they always seem to be somehow getting getting open when, you know, they're not they're not really running away from people. So I think watching them has really been helpful just um understanding what the defense is doing and just running your routes with precision precision. Is Antonio
3: Gates one of those guys you look at too?
1: Yeah. Uh he he's been in some of the cutups. He's more um Kind of, kind of, freelance. Is kind of, he's got such a good connection with Philip Rivers that he kind of almost does his own thing sometimes. And but they're just always on the same page.
0: Tyler, what's been the difference in Kyle and and Andy Dalton this year from a year ago?
1: You know, I, I don't think it's just from a year ago. I think it's just been a process. I mean, since I got here, I think he was in his what, second or third year. But uh, you know, so he was still pretty young, and I think he's just gained that maturity through the years in the league and. Really understanding defenses and protections, and that's really I think giving him confidence. And when you have more confidence, you're more, you know, you're you're more uh, likely to speak up in the huddle. And guys really look up to you. And you know, he just walk around with with that swagger and, and confidence about him this year, which has been good.
0: Is it an unfair burden that Andy and Marvin carry because of the playoff failures?
1: I'm sorry. Is it what?
0: is it an unfair burden that your quarterback and head coach have to carry because of the playoff failures.
1: Uh, you know, I don't think they they look at it as a burden. I think people are always talking about it and and they in their head, you know, we've been to the playoffs the last four years or whatever it's been and obviously that's not our ultimate goal. But teams don't just you, you don't just make the playoffs year in and year out like that's a that's an accomplishment in itself. But at the same time, we we want so much more. So, um, you know, that's our that's our first goal, and their first goal is to get back to the playoffs and then go from there. But you don't see, you know, w- within the locker room, that's not something we we're worried about or talk about.
2: Okay, we're going to give you the uh, general manager's hat here for a minute, uh, Tyler. And you're st- we're, we're starting a team. We need a tight end. Uh, you can't pick yourself. Uh, who would you take uh, if you were starting a team and you could? have any of these guys playing tight end and and why what 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 does that player have that would be important to you at the position
1: yeah i think i think you go with uh, Gronk i mean you, we talked about earlier how it, it may be a pass first league with the tight end, and there's a lot of tight ends that they they might say they're willing to to block but they're just they'll turn that down uh if they can so i think he's one of those guys that he he's he's a good blocker uh, obviously, phenomenal pass catcher and a guy that's produced over the past couple of years. And so, um, yeah, I'd definitely say him,
3: Tyler. Just to follow on Ron's question, but if you were to put on that GM's hat, what are you looking for in a tight end when you do the cutups? What are you looking for when you measure tight ends against each other? What's the quality that stands out the most? I mean, it's got to be more than a guy who just catches a lot of balls.
1: Well, I think I mean, like I said, there's there's guys that you know don't play to the whistle. They just Maybe put their hands on a guy and then they're done. But you know, there's only a certain number of guys that are always a blocker when they don't have have the ball, trying to help the other receivers get more yards, help the running back get more yards. And I mean, that that's a big part of it. And then it doesn't really matter how fast or how athletic you are if you're catching balls and making plays on a constant basis. That's that's got to be the, the, the number one thing.
0: You're, you're in pretty rarefied here. There's never been a Cincinnati team that's gone eight and zero. How do you deal with that attention and and also the speculation of an unbeaten season?
1: I think the coaches do a good job of reminding us that we've got we've got bigger goals. Not that not that we need to be reminded. We're sitting here uh, patting ourselves on the back, thinking that we did something. But they do a good job of keeping us motivated, keeping our keeping our heads focused, keeping our thoughts in the right in the right spot. And you know the guys, we the talk of going undefeated is just it doesn't matter. I mean, would it be cool? At when everything is all said and done, to win the Super Bowl and go undefeated, yeah, that would be that would be an added bonus. But we have our goals set. We know what we're trying to do, and and the Super Bowl is the ultimate goal. So that's
3: uh, that's where our focus is. Hey Tyler, we're out of time, but thanks so much for spending time with us, and best of luck with the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Thank man.
3: you. That was Cincinnati tight end, Tyler Eifert. Up next, our Hall of Fame and Shame Midseason Awards. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network's brought to you by Proactive. For just $19.95, you can get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. But here's the best news. You get clear, and stay clear or your money back. Call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. We're also brought to you, of course, by GEICO. That's GEICO, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. But that's not all. We're also brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, and Ron, whose computer doesn't, huh? Just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, minutes, you can download software to clean up what's slowing down your computer. For more information, go to MyCleanPC.com.